Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by yours truly, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each week on Ciao Bella, I explore today's Italy, speaking with artisans, designers, hoteliers, architects, artists, Parmesan makers, in other words, the creators who are making the Italy that you love. So sit back and join in. Hi, it's Erica, and I am at Drink Kong in Rome. It is my friend Patrick's bar, and he's, he's smiling in front of me. This I'm with Patrick Pistolesi, who is probably one of the most iconic bartenders in Italy. <laughs> now he's shaking his head. Hi, Patrick. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. I feel like I've known you since you were a little boy, but that's not true. I've only known you since 2012, but I thought maybe we could sit down and talk a little bit about your story. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, I'm below. I am Patrick. I'm uh, half Italian, half Irish. That actually uh, goes all on my weight because I drink like an Irish and eat like an Italian, so kind of big guy. <laughs> uh, among, among this, uh, I've been in the business for 21 years and uh, this, is, this is it. This is Kong. So you're here. So just to give everybody an idea, first of all, the location of Kong is Piazza San Martino ai Monti. Perfect. So in the Monti neighborhood. And one of the reasons why I love this place is because to me, I've described this in different articles as a mix between Blade Runner and Ready Player One. Mm. Now, I don't know if you read the book, Ready Player One. No, no, I didn't even saw the movie, but actually I was one of those guys. I, I, I'm born in 78, so uh, whatever it's 80s, video games, like I'm, I'm an only child. And strange enough, my mother's Irish, but didn't make make any brothers for me and anything and my <laughs> my nana was the tv and you know and video games like at my time was commodore so it's no oh yeah to... it's like the trs-80 so you <laughs> yeah. totally get it yeah i totally get it 100 percent. that's all my inspiration where it comes from you know it's just like i wanted to put in this bar whatever i loved like uh, i become a nipponist because in italian in italy in the 70s 80s all the all the um, all the cartoons like you know uh, we're all Japanese, all Japanese. Like it's not like the States. You know, there's Tom and Jerry. No, here we where, are. Where were you growing up, by the way? Rome, Rome, Rome. Born and raised in Rome. All the summers of my life spent in uh, in Ireland uh, because it's a free place. You know, you go there, you wake up at ten in the morning, come back at eight at night, covered in mud. Nobody gives a shit. So it's fantastic. It's shit you can't do in Italy, or well, in Italy, in Rome. Rome, in the Rome. city. Yeah. It's a city. You know. And yeah, so I, I try to bring everything I like, you know, the, the, the bar, big bar, and then the video games behind, and uh, Japan, you know, I love Japanese people because they're crazy motherfuckers, like the way they're so precise and shit, and then they're absolute perverts, perverts, like, you know, stuff like that. They work, I mean, 18 hours and they drink, they fall, sleep on the floor, go back to work, Jesus. Well, you're super precise, and you're kind of like, I mean, you're like probably the hardest the, like the hardest working bartender I've ever met. I mean, let's talk a little bit about your backstory. Yeah. Well, so you were, thank you, 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 I you, get were that you were just born drinking because you're Irish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's uh, alcohol. I, I I try to well, alcohol got me, and I try to transform that in a in a life and a living. But no, among the um, among all the jokes, I always say that you know, if you want to be a bartender. It's in between, you know, you be chosen and a little bit you choose. Because if you just choose to be bartender, like, you know, if you just choose this job, the job's gonna find you and break you. It's something that, you know, you have to be. I mean, 21 years behind a bar, 
listening to any kind of story and be patient and, and still can, can have enough, you know. So what got you behind the bar to begin with? Yeah, the, the beginning was like this. It's just like, you know, your cousins, your cousins bring you to the pub to sneak you in and then uh, you see like, you go like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, there's the night. And the night is very different. Like when you're a kid, there's a, there's a fine line between when you go to bed and you're always curious of the voices that's in the other room and you're like, what, what is going on at night? At night you have to sleep. And then, you know, there's an entire world that works and lives and laughs. And uh, when I got into the bar, I was just like, wow, what are these guys doing? And then in the rush of a, of a Saturday night in an Irish pub, like it's, crazy like it's an experience everybody should do once in a lifetime you see this guy behind the bar like a director of orchestra you know it's just like directing everybody saying knowing exactly what everybody wants giving him a smile answering what he has to do and uh, with all these bottles behind that he can play like an instrument with all those colors i'm like what is this i like that i want to be like him was, he's in charge was that in rome or was that in ireland uh, that's in ireland because i worked at an irish pub called the Irish pub in Philadelphia wow. and it wasn't quite <laughs> as as beautiful as you're describing no. but, it was, but it was Philadelphia back in the day no but it's, it's the same as Ireland it stinks and people are rough it's not just like I see the romantic part but see I'm a guy you know I, I find you know I found I find two sweaty big guys kicking the shit out of each other you know very sexy you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm married with a woman so that's shit I like you know when, when I see big challenges, that's what I like. Uh -huh. I see something really hard to, you know, to, to manage. I'm like, wow, that guy's good. I mean, go go eight, eight, eight in the morning al Gran Café a Termini. Uh -huh. Then you'll see what I'm... Un macchiato, un corto, un uh, lungo, lungo senza uh, yeah. schiuma, soia, and all in his head going like bam, 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 bam. You know Italians, they want everything in 30 seconds. Yeah. They can't wait, they got no time. It's not like taking, like in the States, let's go and have a coffee. No, now, bam, ciao. <laughs> so, you know, you can see in every, in every country there's somebody who, you know, gets big challenges. So anyways, this is, I don't want to be long in this. So uh, I start like that and um, I start, I don't know why I want to be an actor at one point in my life. And, uh, oh, that's news to me. <laughs> I, and I've been for two, three years. I did the, um, I did the university literature, and in the meantime, I was in acting school, Academia d'Arte Dramatica in Rome. So I did a lot of theater, and uh, was pretty good. Didn't pay at all, and uh, I was fucking poor and uh, out of home. And then I'm like, yeah, but you know, when you're an actor, you're a little vain. At the time, I was more vain. I was very slim, fit. No, you know, young. So basically, um, I'm like, yeah, why, why not be famous? Why not try cinema? The fact is, I made a lot of theater. So when you when you do when you do castings, you go like, you know, this is the line. They're waiting for you outside, and you just have to say they're waiting for you outside. And I was like, they're waiting for you outside. He <laughs> goes like, Scott, what the fuck, man? Who talks like that? I'm like, I don't know Hamlet, you know, shit. <laughs> I was just not well trained for that and it went out i wasn't shit but i wasn't maybe cut for it but also you have to put a lot of time prs like a lot of asses for it. acting is crazy so i started you know it was just up the road actually it was um in celio this is monticello 
my first job was uh, serving pints in an Irish pub. I was 19. And I was dying to go behind the bar and I was asking, come on, man, make me pour a couple of pints and this and that. He goes like, yeah, one day, one day, you're still young. I'm like, fuck, it's beer. He goes like, yeah, one day. So I used to go to another bar. It's go, now it doesn't exist anymore. It's called the Dome and it was in uh, Piazza San Giovanni. It was sort of like this, totally different, like with style, but it's got a, had a lot of rooms, big bar. And I'm like, wow, this cocktail bar is cool. And there was this Nicola behind the bar. He was, you know, he was the man of the of the girls. Everybody was looking at him like, look at this guy. That's talent. When I when I see talent, I can't resist. Like it's just like, you're good. I want to be you. So um, I must have been drunk or something. After three days, I'm there again, and he goes like, so Patrick, we were we were I was saying that the other night. Like yeah, what? And he goes like, yeah, yeah, yeah we got the space. So you're in? <laughs> I am in. For what? Like, fuck, bartending, yeah? You said you're a bartender. I'm like, yeah. So you have no recollection. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course I'm a bartender. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that good, but yeah. So I just dash away from the bar, go to the bar, a friend of mine. I'm like, dude, you have to tell me, teach me all you know in one night now. So how many drinks did you learn? I, I learned about 10 drinks, but the, the main thing was the setup. When you're a bartender, imagine you going behind the bar, like, or, or going in the surgery room and go like, could you pass me please the blinding? <laughs> oh, what, this? No, not that, that. I'm like, oh, of course, yeah, you know? You have to know the strainer, the shaker, the Boston, the spoon, the this, the that, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, tell me, like, I don't wanna, I wanna look like a pro, but not even like, you know, a guy who just goes behind something, go like, okay, how do we start here, you know? <laughs> It's not just a bottle. So basically, it started like that. I was lucky and then I got passionate. Basically, just choose another stage. So it was good for me. A little bit of talking, a little bit of studying. I catched up and uh, that was it. At the time, it was also simple. I mean, it wasn't that complicated like now. Uh, it was 20 years ago, yeah. So I know, because we met in 2012, yeah. because you started working. So I used, I used to go to Barnum. You mm. worked at a bar on Via del Pellegrino that I used to go to when it was like the first bar for me, the like coffee shop in Rome mm. that had internet. So I would go Very there good. for in the mornings for internet, because I lived around the corner. And then I'd go in the afternoons, and I know my friend Charlotte came with me for apple martinis. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so I'm talking about back in the day of apple martinis. Mm. And I used to go there, and then, 2012 rolls around and I go there and I'm like, wait a minute, they're not making apple martinis anymore. They're making incredible drinks. So somehow you you, you go from Irish pub. Yeah, yeah, I'll go faster than this. What no, happens? no, you could go as, take your time. I love your stories. <laughs> it happens like this. I go, um, I started bartending then um, the discos were big. And at the time Rome was just like exploding with that. And, um, and that was. Did I you work in Testaccio? Of course. <laughs> I worked there, worked on rocks in Testaccio. Wait a second, I used to go there all the time too with the Danish twins. Yeah, of course. Christian and Annas. Yes! I bet I knew you. <laughs> of course. When you didn't have the beard. Yeah, I was a youngster. Uh, I did a lot at the gay village. I was in uh, Cube uh, making radio rock. It was everything. Um, Le Terrazze at the time when Giancarlino was doing it. Goa Club. It was just like... Uh, you were everywhere, bro. Yeah. At the time, I, I made I made five shifts 
two shifts in one place, one shift in another place, because, you know, there was nights, you know. Gay night is, is Tuesday, uh, rock night is Saturday, so, you know, you change venues and things, and I was just, like, all around working hard, working hard. And that taught me, like, it was just like the Lord of the Rings, basically, you know. I was there, all the bartenders were like, whatever the fuck comes from that door, you guys stay compact with me, okay? Which is like, <laughs> whoa, 1,000 people all together wanted to drink, and you just go like, bam, lower your head, and it's eight hours like that. You get, finish your shift, all your legs are all wet of any kind of liquor shit you have, and night's over. Those were good days, that taught me to be humble, to be fast, and to smile all the time. Like, worse than that can be, like, you know, it's just, but it was fun. I mean, it was, you're young, you're strong, you can do it. That's why sometimes the kids, you know, they come behind a bar, you're a Wanamaker Sazerac, you know what, you can fuck off and start, you know, paying your glasses. <laughs> you know, you have to make your own way in life. It's, it's always like that. It's always better if you, if you fight for it a little bit. But anyways, um, from that on, I, my, I remember my first goal was in Ketumbar. And Giancarlo brought me from the disco to the to the big bar, to the big scene, and it was uh -huh. 24, something like that. And I remember my goal was like to hold a real glass in my hand and make a daiquiri in a glass, and it was like, fuck, ah, this is sexy. Because it was only plastic to me. I had a, a space in the bar that was covered in plastic. That was just like about 3,000 plastic cups ready to go. So to me, started working with glass was just a major success. Uh, success. I was a bartender now, you know, I was like, ah, I got my tools, I got the ice, I got the glasses, you know. Humphrey Bogart would come from that door and go like, make me one, Patrick, you know it. You know, <laughs> shit like that was just daydreaming. Because to me, I started bartending also because for the romanticism of it, you know, all the time. So how you doing, bad day, you know? Yeah. Something like that, hey Patrick, give me one, it's been a hard day. Well, love, I love that shit, you know, about the bar, about the night, about what represents, like, you know, when people come to the bar in the daytime, they're all, you know, lawyer, uh, garbage man, postman. At night, it's just like, you know, Erica, Patrick, just who you are, really, and comes to you, it's just like, you know, a big gift. So at that point, I'm just studying, 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 trying to find mentors, trying to find mentors or mentors, but uh, there are none. And were there any of these mixology schools? No, I don't. That was some bartender school. Flair was very good. Like people were juggling all the time, but not really big. Well, they were, but you know, there, there was no internet. There was nothing. So whenever somebody would come, or I meet an American guy, or somebody would go to Germany, Russia, whatever, I said like, just go in a, any library, buy whatever you find, and bring it back. Whatever language it is, I'll, I'll figure it out. Just fucking buy. And it was like that at the beginning. Then it didn't work out. Like at one point, it was just like Rome got boring. They weren't investing so much, and um, I just decided to leave. I went to New York and started started washing the glasses to guys I thought they were bosses in New York. Oh, I had no idea you were in the states. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to a couple of big big shots, and they said yes, and uh, I was just like stealing with the eyes then um, while I was in Rome I met a lot of guys from the States you know I, I was working in Bartaruga at the time La Piazza di Bartaruga with Luciano yeah in Piazza Mattei right? yeah Piazza Mattei I, I run that bar for about two years and uh, and my base was behind at the, um, it doesn't exist anymore the Mad Jacks the pub in Larga Renula so it's oh my god 
these are all places. This is my past. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm surprised that that I feel like I think our history overlap far, far further yeah, away than I remember. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You remember the the rock castle? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got kicked out of a lot of places, so you probably yeah. didn't want to remember me. Yeah. Well, me too. I was I was a little bit of a rascal, but. Um, yeah, so I had a lot of friends and uh, we organized pop girls in Italy and so anyways, I'm there so the guys was calling like, dude, you got to come to LA, you have to come here. So I went to Idaho Falls. Wait, wait, you just said you have to come to LA, mm -hmm. you have to come here and you went, went to Idaho, Idaho Falls. Falls. Everybody <laughs> has this reaction, but this is good for snowboarding. Ah, so okay. it, was, uh, it was really cool in the winter time and um, then uh, went to Vegas, ran away from Vegas. I'm a very addictive personality. Shit like Vegas is really, you know, it's, I could be dead now. Okay. Can't do it. Just, I like, I like the night too much. And just right. the night just grabs me and uh, we, we get along together too, go too well. I need, you know, to keep distances. And then went to LA and then from then on, I'm like, okay, visa is gone. I have to go back to Rome, Christmas time go back to Rome and uh, meet the parents in a half in a bar and uh, obviously pick up a chick. I'm like, hey, how you doing? She goes, oh, I'm, I'm good, how are you? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just staying here for a while, you know, I live in the States. <laughs> <laughs> this is really stupid. But yeah, actually, it did work a little bit. And uh, yeah, we met and uh, that's it. That, that kept me here and then uh, I'm said like, okay, I'm going back, I'm going back, I'm going back, and then, no. It just happened that my, my job just exploded. I was just the right man at the right time with other, I would say, not more than 30 bartenders in all Italy that decided to change the scene. And I'm like, you know what, fuck, I'll do it. And uh, I started. I just started using jiggers. I just started, internet came up, and uh, I just started going faster and faster and faster. And then the Jerry Thomas opened, and then I started opening stuff. And uh, Well, let's talk a little bit about that, because I know you from Barnum. I know that you mm, took over Propaganda. No, we'll, 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 we'll get there very fast, because uh, when, when I got back, and uh, it was hard for me to find a job. Uh, nobody saw my vision still, you know? There was still, like, you know... I'm, I, I was bringing jiggers and like, what, what do you do with that stuff? I mean, it takes time, you know, no, 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 fast, we want the drinks. Instead, I started, you know, moving fast. And then one day, these guys called me like, you know, we're from Jerry Thomas. And like, uh, wasn't true. <laughs> Basically, it was just a door. It was just a door of a, of a shithole, stinky hole in a wall. I mean, was nothing in there. And so I'm like, hey, you want to meet at 2.30 in this street? I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. Weird, but I like weird. So I'm like, okay, let's go and see. So Antonio Parlaviano comes from Via Veneto. It's fucking freezing. I remember waiting for him. I said, what the fuck is going on here? Small little alley at night and next to Corso Vittorio Emanuele. And then uh, Robbie comes from, he was working at uh, Sharivari at the time, was Supper Club. Oh, yeah, Supper Club. And then Leo was working, Leonardo Leucci was working in, um, in Trastevere, Cafe Friends, the one in the corner. Ah, yeah. And Procoli was working, Alessandro Procoli was working at the Morrison Pub. And I'm like, guys, what the fuck is going on? Who are you? I mean, <laughs> what is this? And they're like, uh, no, I'll show you. So they opened the door and there was nothing. 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 It was just a couch. And a small bar. Now it's all big and round. But 
small, tiny bar, and one bottle of bourbon, one bottle of vermouth, maybe one bottle of gin. And then we're there, we're like, just like, they tell me what they want to do. They want to do this revolution. I'm like, you know what, guys like you, we need guys like you. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's stick together, let's, you know, do it. And so Tony would take, you know, the Savoy Cocktail Club and Cocktail Book and go like, Randy Cruster. Okay, let's try and do it. And that was it. It was really weird. Yeah, but uh, it was cool because we would start, we couldn't find anything here. No orange bitters, no bishop bitters, no Sazerac rye, nothing. We could only dream about all what we have now behind the bar. No, there was nothing. Nothing. If it, nothing. If you had a big bar, you had, you know, Bombay and Tanqueray, two gins. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't have 89 gins, you're nobody. But anyway, this is fast. Mm -hmm. so from then on, uh, I started picking up uh, jobs here and there. I meet Federico Tomaselli, extremely young, but extremely talented at the time. And he goes like, you know what? Uh, we used to work behind the bar at Morrison's Pub. It's one of those takeovers, you know. I was between jobs, I didn't know. It was still, you know, trembling. People would say, like, uh, Patrick is good. Yeah, but still didn't, still wasn't there. So uh, Federico, who's got a long eye, is really Roman, was a very smart guy. He was like, you know what, there's this friend of mine who's got this coffee bar and uh, saw us work together, sees talent, and says, like, you know what, take it over. You know, a good takeover. It's just for me and you. We do what the fuck we want, you know. I'm like, ah, oh, really? Sure, let's go and see. I love the atmosphere, the street bar, a lot of people coming, you know, locals. Yeah, it's just a coffee bar. I'm like, well, it's gotta be hard, but we'll try. So, uh, with a little sweet softness, we got inside, you know, and start, you know, mixing here and there, and people started coming. At the end, we had a line outside, very long for all the for all the street, and we brought just a small little neighborhood bar and everybody was talking about it like you know internationally so from then on it just like you know we decided to, I decided to say okay this is it and I've been lucky enough to open the first gym bar in Italy being bar manager of Propaganda uh, brand ambassador for Jameson for Schweppes uh, win the NECA competition being in Japan three times did the I, I traveled the world with this job, I, I, I mean, I come from plastic, remember this, plastic and gay shit, okay? And, you know, instead, I never could imagine, like, you know, somebody would call me from the other part of the world, like, hey, man, next week you're in New York mixing drinks. All right, let's turn back to this. So we're talking about we're talking about Barnum, and you got there, and all yeah. this. Oh, and you, you you had just had the secret clandestine meeting for a revolution with the guys yeah, of Jerry Thomas. Yeah, but everybody was you know going that direction. There was uh, it was about six or seven of us in Rome. You know, sort of a secret connection, you know, a secret society of uh, of the new bartenders. You know, and then we did this smaller revolution. Well, I've been part of it, like you know. I didn't want to. We were rough days. Right? We were against brands and uh, we were against uh, massive, uh, massive distribution. And uh, and then all the vermouths and all everything just bloomed and popped out and gins and blah blah. And then I got to open the first gin bar in Italy, as I told you, Novella Diano, the gin corner that brought me a lot of uh, visibility. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you disappeared. And went to Japan. I remember that. Yeah, I started going. Uh, started started winning stuff and. 
Like when you say winning stuff, I mean, is that Diageo? What are you? Like, no, what? that was the Nikka competition. Like it was ah, you like, know, Nikka whiskey competition. Yeah. yeah, it's called Perfect Serve, and yeah, it's, it was just like you know, brilliant to win. We had a. Uh, I had a blast in Japan, went back and forth from Japan, I loved it and fell in love and then, yeah, that's it, and this is it. Then I was in Propaganda, Propaganda is a beautiful bar. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a gorilla bar, like not gorilla, I'm, I'm a gorilla bartender, like, you know, I'm, I follow, always followed my instinct, I've always been a tough, rough and hard worker. And, um, uh, I had to make a couple of talks in my life. You know, Propaganda is a great bar. It's a beautiful bar. You go beyond the bar, you feel important. You know, you go like, fuck, I made it. But still, there's something missing. And then you don't know where to go. You go like, what? Uh, I open my bar or go to a hotel or I'm like, uh, I could never make the hotel because I knew the Adriano and I know a lot of guys work in a hotel and how it works. It's just like, you know, I want to be creative and do what the fuck I want, literally. Like, you know, just no compromises. Like, you know, uh, uh, if I'm a, how do you say, if I'm nice, you know, if I'm a nice guy, I can do what the fuck I want, really. Uh, as long as there's education and everything. So basically, I found a guy that said, like, you know, we were just drinking and I'm like, dude, I want to open a bar. And he goes like, I'll open it tomorrow with you. I'm like, are you kidding? He goes like, no, oh, yeah, come on, put, put together the money, we'll do it. And so then I said to this other friend of mine who we were working together, he's in communications and uh, we were working for Hendrix. Like we did marvelous things with them, beautiful brand. And um, I'm like, dude, it's the time. Gather all the money you have, we're into it. And he goes like, how much? I don't know, a lot, a lot. And uh, we want to do everything, we want to take it all, so a lot, a lot. So we started with a uh, hundred each which I didn't have, obviously, not even a dime. I asked my dad a little bit. My dad was just like, you're joking me? So I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, he helped, obviously. He's beautiful, beautiful dad. But uh, yeah, I went to the bank, knocked on the bank and said like, okay, I'm, I'm still young. Uh, I'm not old, I'm not young. So trust me, I'm in that middle phase that I can pay you back. They believed in me, they gave me the money I needed and uh, the other three, we arrived 300 and the bar cost 700. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this bar is all bespoke. There's nothing you could buy anywhere. I just wanted it as, as, as it is, just like the way it's uh, built. Blade Runner style, New York style, Japanese style, all blended together because... Uh, Let's just tell everybody who's listening because I want to just give an example. We're on the corner, but it's not, it's not, it's not a room. It's a series of rooms. Do you want to describe yeah. it a little bit? Sure, there's about three rooms, like this big entrance, big main bar. So, you know, Italy is still, you know, like my dad went saw the first time the place. I'm like, that's huge. You're never going to fill it. I'm like, thanks, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes like, oh, what do people, what, what they do? Did they come here and drink? Like, you know, what they do? I'm like, yeah, they come here. And what do they do? They drink, dad. And I don't know, they chat, they fuck. I don't know what they do. I mean, they, they like it. Oh, really? It's something that, you know, a lot of Italians don't understand. They might understand the restaurant, but they won't, they won't understand a bar. And my dad is not right in the culture, so what I wanted to do, there's a lot of, there's this question that means, come funziona, how does it work? So a lot of Italians come, come in a bar and go like, so, how does it work? How does it work what? The, the draft, the, the, the what, the electricity? How does it work what? But they want to know, like what? How do, you know, I order a drink, do I eat? 
you get food, I don't know. It's, they, they don't know how to approach it. So basically I just put a main bar, huge bar when you get in, so you know exactly what's going on. It's not hidden, it just like smacks you in the face straight away. On the left part we have a lounge, which is um, it's for your, your girlfriend, you know, a little birthday party. There's a lot of, you know, it's all chi-chi, good, good service. Then we go to the live bar where we are now, and uh, here we have a stage where we do live music, and there's a small rock bar where you can uh, grab your drink, sit down, no service, pay straight away, more fun, more cantina, you know. So, you know, you have your drink, you're loud, you don't have to pay your bill, nothing. You just come, pay, do uh, Irish kind of style here. Wow. And then you head down to the to the toilets, but before we have a, we call it Ginza room, but it's a Japanese room, Japanese inspired room. It's a cherry cherry box, all bespoke, and, a, and only 10 seats and a big table, and there's a small bar at the end where we tell stories, me and other passionate guys. You've been there with Kotaro. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. that's where you were telling me where I'm, I'm going to be coming in October, where you have the bi-monthly Yukio, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, as you said. Uh, we call it Yukio. Yukio means the floating world. Basically means, um, it's like uh, Ikigai. Ikigai in Japanese, it's, uh, you know, when you're drawing or you're reading and you don't know the time is passing, you're like, what the fuck, it's already six, Jesus Christ, you know, and... You don't realize that the time passes. That means, like, when you have a hobby, you know, those little yeah. things. It's just like you don't realize that the time is, you know, going through. And that's what we're trying to do. And plus, it's the other thing that I said. We're living in a cocktail renaissance, and uh, a lot of people now to be to have a bar is cool. I'm very lucky because I'm living this era, like you know, not being frustrated. Well, you kind of created it. <laughs> ah, shut up. No, it's it's a series of things. Come on, it's like instinct brings you, you know. And I was lucky to follow it. And, uh, but uh, yeah, people are just want to stay at the bar. They don't know what, why, but just they want to be part of it. So they come to the bar and they literally don't know what to do. They go like, uh, I don't know, uh, wine, yeah, wine is good. But also cocktails, sure. So, okay, I'll, how do you want it? Sweet, sour, bitter? I was like, oh, no, 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 not sweet. Uh, give, me, give me something dry, dry. Like dry what? Dry lemon, dry bitter. And go like ah, bitter, 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 bitter. I like bitter. And give them a Negroni. They will spit it. You go like, what the fuck did you give me? Like this is medicine. Like okay, you don't know what you want. And well, one of the secrets of life is knowing what you want, what you like. You know, you've been very lucky. There's a lot of people wandering around like zombies. They don't know what to do with their life because it's like I don't know what's my passion. You know, just look for it. And it lays there somewhere. And uh, so we do that. We call it a cocktail confidential. It's a passport to to the bar. Uh, there's me, one hour and a half, touching the five sen senses of your mouth, the five tastes of the mouth for your taste buds. So it's uh, salty, sweet, sour, bitter, and umami. And uh, you're with me, and you stay with me an hour and a half, and I'll give you five five tastings. Like I can tell you the drinks. That's not important. It's important the the taste they have so it's obviously it's a dry martini there's a twist and a bloody mary there's a little sour gin sour boba and it's all paired with some food made from marco martini so let's let's talk a little bit about that because i've been here a few times and um this is not this is not uh, this is not you know italian aperitivi so you don't expect like 
the little no I did get olives today but that's because I was getting a aperitivo but I mean the menu I think I've had have I had tacos is that yeah, possible yeah sure so tell me a little bit about your menu well, the menu would have, would have been, I wanted to concentrate a little bites because uh, I'm not a restaurant, I'm a cocktail bar. But still, you know, food is very important if you serve alcohol, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, if you're a pub, give crisps, we're not a pub, you know. So we wanted to give, the detail here is the, it's the major point, like it's the, it's the tutto. So anyways, uh, I wanted to put stuff I found all around the world that I liked. Basically, so I like dumplings, I like pows, I like tacos, uh, I like smorgasbord when I go and find my friend George in uh, Sweden. Um, what else? You know, little bits and pieces here and there. They're small bites, they're sharing bites. So basically, I'm thinking of um, of a guy who works a lawyer. Maybe he comes here as a young lawyer. He comes here for an aperitivo around seven, sees some action. You know, maybe he's single. You're like, wow, I like it here. You know, Friday night. No, well, Thursday night. Okay. Still has he's got a still a Friday morning ahead of him, so he goes like, ah, fuck, I like it here, you know. I uh, would go to dinner, yeah, but if you go to dinner, what happens? You have to see, you know, at least, you know, you sit down, antipasto, and then you order tutta la sera, pay the thing, 11:30, fuck, it's late, gotta go home, and here, a couple of bites, you like it, you share, 11:30, you're happy, you go home. So it's just like something, you know, could satisfy uh, pretty much everybody. Uh, we have a lot of excellencies now. We start bringing pata negra, cheeses, and stuff like that because uh, it's it's as, it's demanding, and plus I like it. I like it very much. So it's gonna be a better style also for that. Can anybody can anybody come to the Yukio? Like how do, how do, how would I? Well, the Yukio is uh, it goes on the esaurimento, um, or you say until uh, it fills up. Yeah, until it fills up. But like, how do I find that? Do I go on your website yeah, or, do you, I, or can uh, well, I just text you? No, 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 no. I, no, I can text you, uh, well, but everybody no, else can. Um, well, actually, <laughs> right. We have, we have a sort of, not a problem, but it's still a misunderstanding with this because we started and we started to see how it works and how to make it work. Um, before it was worked them out and then works a lot on Facebook, you know, ah. the, um, uh, when you do uh, an event, you know, people just go out and then we say, okay, make a phone call and we'll see if it fills up. Uh, and then we say on Facebook and Instagram, okay, we're done. Okay. No more applications. Uh, but yeah, we have to find, uh, we have to find a way by website or other stuff that, you know, to, to make it more clear and easy, you know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe we could collect some emails or, I don't know. I'll find a way. Anyways, I'll, I'll find others who do who does the same shit and as I do. And, uh, yeah. So, so I have, a, I have a question now about the um, you know, because you you you've been an active part of the evolution of the cocktail scene in Rome. Thank so, you. So, you know, thank you because yeah. I, I've been actively drinking your cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I'm be drinking for myself as well. Um, what do you what what do you think about what's going on now? What do you, what do you see is going to happen? What what do, you, what do you foresee for the near future? No, yeah, no. The 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 main the, the, the bad news is that I became a senior. So fuck. Uh, I'm one of those seniors bartenders. I'm not anymore the kid, the game changer. So I'm. It happens in life at one point to turn around and go like what? Like in Italian they say the danno del lei, you know? They go mm. like hey, come sta signore? What? For me it's the signora. Crazy, crazy. I'm like, yeah, you call that your father, your mother. Don't talk like that to me. But basically, yeah, uh, 
I, it, it's just like going from analog to digital. Like it's, uh, it's exactly like that. I mean, I've been through that. Now the young generations have this, uh, all this, and uh, the basis of anything. It's don't forget to smile. Like you know, that's that's an American rule. You invented the bar, and I respect that. Like you know, if you don't smile, you're fired. You're out. Like right. people come here. To, to have a good time like you know you the youngsters you know that they not all of them I'm just saying the bad part like you know if it's bad it's this bad you know that a 20 year old guy goes behind the bar looking like fucking Jerry Thomas you know big big mustaches and goes like oh what do you want sir and he goes like well I don't know April Spritz maybe he doesn't know. I mean, he doesn't give a fuck, basically. He just wants to stay there with his friends. And the guy goes like, oh, really? Um, it looks like you're like a fucking worst shit in the planet. Instead, that guy, maybe, you know, he's got $23 million in his bank. He's a fucking genius. If he's a curious guy, you know, if he's a curious guy, what do you do? You give him the, give him the spritz. If he's a curious guy, after he relaxes, goes like, ah. Oh. And sees all the other drinks, goes like, ah, oh, fuck, wrong drink. Can I see the menu, please? That's the way it works. You, you know, this, 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 this nuclear physics that they think they're doing, it's, it's very, very easy. You could learn, you could learn. I mean, if you have an attitude, fuck you. You know, you have to be, you know, a curious, empathic, uh, cheeky, uh, smiler, you know, happy face. That's, that's important. Nobody wants after a day of work another lesson from a kid, like, you know. No, you're absolutely right. Nobody wants a lesson. Nobody wants a lesson. <laughs> no, you know, spritz, of course. Next time, you're mine, you know? It's just yeah. shit like that. They see you work, they go like, wow, you did a lot of shit here, man. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Trust me? You know, I have to get people, you know? It's just like the dogs. You know? People don't want to be smacked in the face and go like, oh, oh the, trust you straight away. What is this? Come on. You have to earn your, your clientele. You have to deserve them. People come to you, choose you for a reason. I think that's why I keep coming back. I mean, Darius, no, seriously. Darius is so upset that he's not here with me, and he's yeah. probably coming. Well, hopefully. But you know who actually gets really upset is my, my little one, who's now 10, because she's always like, when are we getting cocktails? I'm like, you're <laughs> okay, 10, you're but it's 10. Started, it started with you. It started with you in the damn Shirley Temple. Oh, man. Now, I have a question, because I, I know that the evening has just begun, but... Um, can you tell me or give me suggestions? I, everybody's gonna come to Drink Kong. We're, this, that, that's the top suggestion. Hopefully. Where else uh, should one get drinks in Rome? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, well, um, there's um, there's a lot of places you could go. Uh, it depends on your mood and what you do. Uh, basically, you cannot miss Freni Frizioni. That's, you have to go in Trastevere. It's a good street bar. The guys have got a punk attitude. There's a lot going on. You know, people just, you know, uh, diving in and out the bar is it's cool. It's very fun. I, I, I recommend that bar between aperitivo style, yeah? Between seven and ten, you know, there's still light, you know, there's a little energy, electricity. You can go to Bacano as well. It's more serious as a restaurant bar, but for good martini is good. Is that Baca Bacano is the one by Maybe. Yeah. Ah. That's not bad. Uh, I know they have oysters and pastrami sandwiches. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah. Yeah, food is very good, but you know, when you get the kind of food, a good martini just comes with style. Really? You know? Yeah. Nice. That's sure. good. To, that's good to know. Sure. Um, uh, Club Derrière is a very good speakeasy. Well, 
I'm, I kind of mentioned Cherry Thomas. The guys are fucking amazing. So I mean, uh, they made all this happen. And there's a lot of small little bars that they're opening. Now you have to go. You cannot miss the rooftops in Rome. It's uh, fantastic. The Aleph Hotel, um, uh, the Pantheon. Just. I'll tell you exactly what's it called because um, I was just inquiring a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, one is Hotel Cesare and then the other one is the Pantheon Iconic Hotel. Pantheon Iconic, I know, but Hotel Cesare. Yeah, Hotel huh. Cesare, right in the city center. It's, it's beautiful. Or you can go at the Tiki Roof, uh, which is uh, Via Nazionale. That as well. Did you say Tiki Roof? Yeah. See, anything with Tiki, I'm there. Yeah, go. That's at the... Because I'm, I'm an old school uh, LA girl that they say Tiki. Roof. Well, you'll I don't know what Tiki has to do with LA. Just, just write down Tiki Roof. It's beautiful. It's a rooftop. Okay. You have a couple of missionary downfalls if you're done. All right. Well, I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to finish this drink and Charlotte and I are going to start eating and drinking more here. Sure. So thank you so much and happy anniversary. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. You can find all my episodes on iTunes, and if you have time, subscribe, rate, and let me know your thoughts on the podcast. You can also be part of the podcast by donating. Find Ciao Bella on Patreon.com, where with as little as $1, you get behind-the-scenes photos and videos as I travel all throughout Italy. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao Bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Disc to Disc Studios, the producers of Ciao Bella who continue to make me sound and feel great.